The Dave Nemo Show and Pod Wheels, powered by Radio Nemo, are in Indianapolis for the 2022 National Truck Driving and National Step Van Championships, hosted by the American Trucking Associations. This is a special podcast series highlighting the people and happenings of NTDC 2022. From Indianapolis, here's Greg Thompson. Hello again, everybody. One of the absolute highlights during our coverage here in Indianapolis of NTDC 2022 was the time I was able to spend with four captains of America's road team. On the first day of the competition, Wayne Crowder, the 2004 NTDC Grand Champion, took me for a ride in a golf cart on the actual road course as we were trailing one of the competitors in the Twins class. Now, we were doing this at a safe distance. It was both amazing and fascinating. Now, before Wayne took us on the road course, road team captain Rhonda Hartman was kind enough to give me a view of what the drivers see in the competition from the cab of a Class 8 truck. Once again, this was a real treat, and now looking back on it, I have to tell you it was one of the true highlights of my 24 years in the trucking industry. Now, folks, we're thrilled to put you into the driver's seat at NTDC 2022. We've got Wayne here who's going to take us on a ride on the course a little bit. Good morning. And we've got Dion. Good morning. And we have Gina. Good morning to you. All right. And everybody's part of the road team here on the media course. Our driver is Rhonda, and you're actually going to take me up inside this truck, right? Yes, I am. First of all, what do you guys like the most about being part of the road team? We'll start with you, Wayne. Yeah, I think what I enjoy the most is educating educating other drivers and the general public. Dion, how about you? Oh man, it's the same thing, just going out there educating, trying to get new drivers into our industry. There's a ton of things that I could go on and on, but I'll just stick with that for now. Miss Gina, you've had a moment to think about it. Yes, I enjoy working with our America's Road Team and educating safety out on the road. Our families are out there, so we want to keep everybody safe so we can go home to them. Okay, Rhonda, we're about to get up in the truck. What do you like best? about being part of the road team? Well, I agree with everything these guys are saying as a driver trainer for Old Dominion. This is kind of an extension of what I do all the time, but it gives me a more national audience. So that's what I like the best about it. All right, and tell us a little bit about the truck that we're about to get up into. Okay, this is a Mack, and the guys know this truck a little bit better than I do. I just got in it like five minutes ago. Okay. All right, Dion, want to tell us about it? Yeah, it's a Mack truck that we're very fortunate that Mack gave us this truck for America's Road Team that we go out and educate. The truck is just top of the line. It has all the bells and whistles, and, man, we just love it. Now, Wayne, I know outside the course, there's another truck that you guys take around the country to educate. Tell us about that one. Well, I actually have two trucks. We have the Workforce Hero truck, which is kind of based towards getting people leaving the military, trying to get them to transition into the trucking industry. That's kind of a way to get them in. And then we have the Interstate 1, which is on the floor today. And that's a simulator inside. It's a classroom on wheels, if you will. That truck has been anywhere from grade schools to the White House driveway. That's right. That was quite a moment for you guys. Just to see the trucks out there and see them on the lawn, see them pictured there at the White House, what an honor for us to be able to do that. Really cool. 
So I was proud of the guys that did get to go. So, Rhonda, you were there. What about the experience? It was really amazing. The first time I was there was the first time that they had ever had trucks on the front of the White House. So having two semis there at that time, it was unbelievable to get to be part of that history. And then the second time that I was there, it was a different situation. The last time with the current president, they've actually done it also. And I was not at that event. As I recall, that event a couple of years ago when it was first there, one of your brethren who's no longer with us was there, John Lex, and I had such a great experience with John the last time that NTDC was held, which was 2019, so I would be remiss if we didn't take a moment and ask you guys about John. Dion, I'll start with you. Yeah, man. That was one of our guys. You know, we're family. That's the bottom line. And, you know, it hurts to lose one of your family members. John was that to us. And, I mean, I looked up to John. He was a great inspiration for me and just a professional through and through. Yeah, I I can't tell you enough how much we do miss him. Rhonda, I'll ask you about John. He just radiated positivity, loved the industry, and loved being part of the road team. Yes, he did love being part of the road team. One of the best memories that I personally have with him was when he was with me the first time on the White House lawn. I never experienced anything like that in the amount of media and everything, and he was just always so upbeat, so positive. One of the selfies that he took, because he was famous for his selfies, was with me and him with all all the media behind us and he said let's see how they feel and you know turned the other way around and it was great his attitude was amazing and Wayne before we close out this section of our discussion I wanted to get your thoughts about John what do you say love to God to death awesome representative for our industry again the selfie king the guy was just awesome and wherever he went there was a selfie and there was a big smile and he represented the industry what a great ambassador he was Guys, you know what? I think John would want us to get aboard that truck, take a ride, and then Wayne, he's going to want us to get out on the course. So, Rhonda, what do you say? Let's get up on the truck. I think we need to, too. I think a good introduction would be good for these guys to explain what's got to be done before we get in the truck. Okay, so let's talk about that. What has to be done before we get into the truck here at the NTDC? Okay, so if you're a competitor, before you get in the truck, there's a lot more that goes on before that. Yesterday, they spent a little time in their bullpens doing a course walk-along, and then they got to get to look at the equipment they're going to be put in. Now here, this morning, they're out there driving, as you've seen as we come by. They'll bring you from your bullpen. You sit there at the start line. And when it's your turn, they put you in. And from the time you get ready to get in that truck, you're being scored on how you enter and how you exit that truck. Of course, there's six problems they need to solve within the allotted amount of time that they're given. So, Dion, the folks that are the competitors are top professionals, yet there's a lot of pressure. Those trophies out there are real impressive. And to have your name called as a national champion, something else. Yeah, you know, I'm still waiting for the day that I get my name called so i i'm trying you know i'm trying but you got guys like wayne is a national champion so guys i look up to and i'm always bugging him hounding him on how to how do i get better you know and how do i get better so i can do better and and get that name called you know you're representing not only yourself you're representing your company you're representing the industry so you always want to try and do your best okay how about it should we get up on the truck sure let's do it Okay, Rhonda, we're inside the truck. You're getting ready to fire it up. And this is the media road course we're about to take. Yes, this is the media. Uh, A little bit easier than what the guys are doing in competition and gals, of course, out there today. But still uh, gives you a good idea of what we're looking at and what they've got to do in a day. Okay, let's start her up. All right.
the first thing, start up your truck. Of course, we got our safety belt on. We're going to push in our tractor brakes and our trailer brakes. This is an automatic, so we're just gonna put it into reverse. You can hear the beeping now. We're gonna back up and try to stop without hitting the gate that's behind us, which we're judging at about 65 feet behind us. And this is something that drivers do every day, right? Yes and no. <laughs> We do bump docks, but we actually try to come in contact with them, where now we're trying to stop as close as we can get to the dock without hitting it. Gotta honk our horn. And that lets them know that we're ready to be measured. All right. Reset our brakes. Our problem too, now, we don't want to forget to put it back into drive because we're so close to that back gate now that even just a little bit back will get you a zero. I'm not sure what our score is. We'll have to find out at the end. Our second problem is we cannot cross a line that's on our passenger side, but we're trying to judge on this line for our drive tires, which we can only see in a little side mirror. It only has two scoring possibilities and I cannot even see my tires down there now so I am trying to judge it. Um, I don't think I did near as well as they might be doing out there today, I hope. <laughs> now we have to swing very hard, very hard to the left and try to bring our cab back around and line up straight with the center of our bumper lined up with this line and once again try to get closer to the front without hitting it without passing the line so there's an awful lot of situational awareness for you this is kind of the opposite of what i do in a day for me we honk our horn and that tells them again that we want to be measured. What I do in a day is to try to stay away from barricades and barriers and here at the competition you want to get as close as you can without hitting them. So there's a little bit of difference from day to day. Now have you competed on a state level in one of these? I have competed at state. I've never made it to nationals. I've gotten a second a couple of times, so you have to get first in order to come to nationals to be your state representative. Haven't gotten there yet, but hopefully someday. And I know that part of your score might have been impeded with me reaching over the microphone. You might not have been able to see the mirror, so we'll give you some bonus points for that. Okay, I'll take any bonus I can get on that one. <laughs> well, I really appreciate the bird's eye view here. Let's go down and find out how we scored. Let's do that. <laughs> All right. We were here with Rhonda and Dion and Wayne. And so how did Rhonda do? What is our score? Man, I think she, she got a 50 on this last one. Uh, I'm not sure. Did you see the? She got nothing on the second one. She missed them uh, that much. Wow. So a 50 is what the best you can do, right? Uh, per problem. 
yeah, per problem is the best you can get on that particular problem that you have. Now, Wayne, I know we'll talk about this when we get out on the actual course, but, and I know talking with Scott Woodrum three years ago, who's two-time defending grand champion, and you can hear it in our first podcast in the series, the difference between getting a 50 and a zero could be an inch. Exactly. You know, we got a saying too, you can go from a hero to zero in about one inch. Because I've always taught drivers when we're competing just to score. You don't need 650s. It's nice if you get them, but you give me 640s, more than likely you're going to get in a runoff. And the runoff is what you want to be in. That's the championship round. That will be Friday. They'll announce the top five in each perspective class Friday morning, and then they'll have to drive a completely different course again. Rhonda, what did you think about the experience, besides having an obstacle in your way with one of those mirrors? <laughs> well, the microphone was over there, but honestly, it just comes down to not, like, that's the first time I got in the truck, and that's kind of what they face. You know, they're getting in the truck for the first time to compete when they get in to drive the truck they're driving. It's not one they drive every day, so that's part of what you're dealing with, is getting everything set properly. It's a lot harder from the seat. Actually, you were supposed to be the one driving and I was supposed to be directing. <laughs> That's because I'm chicken, right? I, 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 another thing is I just have too much respect for the industry, truly, to even think that I could get behind a machine like this one that is taking a lot of the complexity out of it. Like I said, we're looking at this, a lot of push buttons. But if I'd been out there scoring, if there'd been a score there, I don't know if there's a negative number that would have gone high enough for what I would have done. <laughs> That's funny. When I go to start teaching somebody to drive I am like those guys I'm like you have to be aware of your surroundings all the time and that's really difficult when you're in a competition is you got to be aware of all of your surroundings you're also looking for your next score so I totally understand that's nerve-wracking to be behind that wheel when you're getting scored and judged all right Wayne tell you what it's time for us to get into the golf cart and if you would guide us through what is actually happening out there on the course this is pretty exciting all right sounds good time to go to the big show we are getting ready to go out on the course Wayne is that right that is correct we'll be following a set of twins twins class is moving pretty quick so when we get around here I'll show you the first problem we're just trying to stay out of everybody's way right now because it is like choreography, I guess you would say. <laughs> it is that indeed, for sure. It's, it's not the ballet. First problem right here, that's a rear bumper stop with a qualifier. They got to pull in here, stop when they go across to get a score. And they can't go out of bounds up here. The second problem is going to be a duck. Right steer problem. They got to score with that. You can get a 10 or 5 or whatever. Third one's going to be a left steer axle. So you gotta go from this side to that side. The first problem I needed to tell you, you gotta hit the horn to get a score. And the fourth problem is gonna be, you see the duck over here? Yes. So it's gonna be the right rear most trailer axle on the vehicle. We're gonna stop, I don't wanna get in that guy's mirrors. So for the twins, if you see, he set his dolly axle on a score pad over there. That would be his fourth problem. For all the rest of the contestants, you can see the dock over here. They actually have to back up into like a freight dock to get a score, same thing, from 18 inches down to the one inch mark. And on the scoring, you have to look, as a competitor, you need to look down when you're doing your walkthrough to make sure you know where to score at, because they can change it however they want. 
Now, the fifth problem that he's rolling across down there now is just going to be a little pad you'll see, and they're going to hit it with the uh, drive axle on the driver's side. Let's see if they can get, he's at the last problem right now, which is a front bumper stop. So you have to pull up there and you'll see the tape is not very big. You got to pull up there and put that tape in the middle of your bumper on the problem to get a score. And that was one of the problems that Rhonda drove us through earlier. That is correct. Now the one Rhonda drove you through was a little more generous than what they give you here. So when you get here, like I said, this is the big show. This is, as we used to call it, the Super Bowl of safety. You know, you drive all year long to try to stay away from everything, and you get here, you try to get as close as you can to everything. And for you, you're a grand champion. You've done this. You've done this at the highest level. As you drive this course just in a golf cart, what thoughts are going through your head? Well, the thoughts going through my head, I'd like to be in that truck, not this golf cart. And that's just me as a competitor. So if you see this fifth problem right here is a duck, and all you got to do is drive the score pad, your drive axle across on the uh, driver's side. And the last problem will be when we get this guy's way, he's coming around pretty quick. And the last problem is just going to be a front bumper shop, as you see it right here. But they don't have the big line. They don't have the 10-foot line. You just have this, and that is it. So you got to pull up there and hit that mark, and then that'll be it. When they get up there, they have to blow the horn and set the brakes and then exit the vehicle correctly because they're still being scored until they get out of that truck. So you're not going to see anybody like, hey, I nailed it and jump out of the top. Uh, believe it or not, I have seen a gentleman years ago that run a 285 on the course and was so excited about it. He knew he'd done well, but he got excited and jumped out of the truck. Really? And when he did, that was minus 50. No three-point stance, not following instructions. So you really got to be very aware of what you're doing all the time because it's, like I said, you're judged from everything you do here until you get completely out of that truck. Well, let me ask you a few follow-up questions. First of all, it was a thrill to be out on that course, and some of those spots, especially that front bumper one, I'm looking at it at its widest point. Maybe it's 18 inches wide there to spot. So that walkthrough and the experience and the training that you talk about it being the Super Bowl which it definitely is I think it's more like the Olympics because you have to train for months and get out there have family members friends set up problems do that in your off time and you got to study so tell us about all of that you being a grand champion and we're going to revisit that for a moment you know the studying part as we get older uh, the competitors have changed, especially since I've started. The younger guys are coming up, they study different, they, they're getting better. The competition now has become, it's just different, it has changed a lot. The competitors, I guess, more competitive. And it's kind of like anything, if you're a competitor, you're going to come back. You know, some people tried the first time and it just, they don't like it. I tried the first time, of course, the first time I won everything, which, you know, I told everybody I'd never hit the lottery because I used all my luck up, period, that first time. But I've had luck after that. I actually got three nationals with the grand champion. So it's not only the studying, it's the practicing, it's learning your vehicles, it's learning not just one truck, but every kind of equipment that you can find. You have to know, find you some lines on there, study that. It's a lot. And if you don't have a good support at the house, support team, my wife, I've had her on parking lot, you know, on Saturdays and Sundays and helping me. We've got flashcards. You know, she's made flashcards where she asked me questions riding down the road, get ready for this. Drivers are sitting up there night before last, still studying, still quizzing each other, asking questions for each other. It's pretty interesting. When I walk by here, they've got the Grand Champion Trophy. Your name is on it. What year was that? At 2004, Salt Lake City. Wow. So that's one of those things that stays with you for 
the rest of your life? Well, a, a small fact is I'm the only driver that was that fortunate to ever win a grand champion as a rookie rookie. So it's never been done before then, it's never been done after that. So I keep holding my fingers. I, you know, I wish all these guys the luck, but on that one I'm kind of holding, I hope nobody does that. Well, you know, here's the thing. I got a chance to interview Terry Bradshaw many years ago. And this was when Montana was getting close to winning four Super Bowls, maybe winning a fifth. What you just shared is something that is inherent with competitors because Bradshaw told me, I asked him about Montana. And I said, what if Joe wins four Super Bowls? And he looked at me and he says, I did it first. Well, exactly. So my name is there, and I guess history can't be changed on that part. You know, you say that as a competitor, but in your heart, I'd love, I'd love to see a rookie, rookie win it again, just for the fact to be here to watch them do it. Right, and that's the thing is that you guys are competing, but there's such a brotherhood and sisterhood of folks because you guys are the best of the best. They are state champions. You've accomplished a lot just to get here. Can you talk about the respect among the competitors? All the respect. You know, when you get here, we all work for different companies. But when you get here, it's just a different color shirt. It's a family. <laughs> I don't even know how to describe it. I can talk to other competitors from other companies, and I'm going to tell them what I'm going to do. I can show them what I'm going to do because I'm not here to beat competitor A or competitor X. I'm here to beat the course. I think that's the best way to go into it. But the respect you get from other people, it's pretty awesome, and you try to give that respect back. So I see you're with FedEx Freight. Can you talk about the support that your company provides? Because there are competitors from FedEx Freight. There's a lot of carriers that bring a number of folks. That doesn't happen without company support. No, they bike us 100%. Man, they're an awesome company. Anything we need, they help us with. Like I said, they're just there. It's a great support team. I don't even know what else to say. They're just awesome. They've been great to us, you know, great to the team. As we close things out, and first of all, Wayne, you and the other members of the road team, fabulous. I appreciate all the time that you spent with us. As we close this out, tell us about what the competitors are going through in the bullpen and what's happening on this first day. Because as we talked about, there's a lot of time, a lot of effort to get here. And now the day is here and you got to perform. Now, you got to perform every day as a professional driver, yet this is something that's extra special. Well, today you got to think about this, so today they're driving. If you're in the bullpen and you're the first one on the course, sometimes that's good because the nerves don't get you. The longer you sit in that bullpen, sometimes you get more nervous as the day goes on because you'll see people come back and their heads hanging down and go, man, it's hard. I don't think I've done well. And then it starts playing games with you. And I just try to get in my own little world. I don't know. It's interesting when you get to this part. Some drivers, and I'm one of them, they're thinking about what happened yesterday at that written test. And you really got to get that out of your mind. I always tell everybody, you can't change the past. You got to look forward. So what happened yesterday, whether you did well or not, or think you did, I think they can even get their answers now. And I've never done that. I always wait till the end. I'm not superstitious, but I just don't want to know how I did until I'm done. Well, you know, in your profession, you got to spend a lot of time looking back. You got to look in the mirror a lot of time. Yet what you're telling me right here for this competition, which we've talked about at length, is somewhat backwards to the everyday because you got to get close to things. And what you're telling me right here is that don't look back, got to look forward. Exactly. Don't look at yesterday, look at today. What can I do? Uh, like I said a while ago, I'm not here to beat competitor A or B or uh, this company or that company. I'm here to beat that course. I'm here to beat the judges. 
that's who I'm here to be because they're here to make it as hard as they can and you're here as a competitor to solve them problems. All right, well Wayne, thank you so much for your time again. Appreciate the entire tour for the road team. Thank you so much for what you're doing here at NTDC. Thank you for having us. Thanks for spending part of your day with Pod Wheels powered by Radio Nemo's coverage of NTDC 2022. Check back with us right here for more of our podcast features as we cover this championship event.